This is NEPM's Valley Voices Summer Shorts podcast. I'm Lauren Osberg, and this is my story, In the Mood for Something Different. My parents drove up from Ohio to hear me perform this, which was exciting because my mom is kind of the star. But I also had half a dozen people from my law firm in the audience. I was glad that I kept my interpretation of this theme PG. So I'm 16, eating a bowl of kicks, and I ask my mom, don't you ever feel like you're just accelerating towards death? This was not out of character for 16-year-old Lauren. I had been wearing black turtlenecks and a beret since the eighth grade. I had this sort of Midwestern, turn-of-the-millennium beat poet aesthetic going on. Um, I was also writing editorials for my school newspaper, so I was always trying out sort of strong openings on my mom and also sort of trying out two-word pairings like superficial patriotism or bulimic learning in just conversation at the family table. Um, But I was also genuinely concerned about acceleration and death. Um, Acceleration, we'd been talking about it a lot in my math and science classes, and sort of the insistence of the integral, the per second per second of gravity was agitating to me. And just death, you know, broadly uh, as a theme was of concern. So. My mom, who trained as a psychologist, was prepared for this and just engaged in a little active listening. And she said, so it sounds like you've noticed that as you get older, time just goes a lot more quickly and something like a half hour, which seemed forever when you were a little kid, now it's just over like that. And I said, sort of. And she said, sure, I feel that way sometimes, which is shocking. My mother just admitting in conversation that sometimes she feels like she's accelerating towards death. Um, And she says, but what you haven't accounted for is the density of experience. And I say, "What, what what does that mean? And she said, you know, like, there's more experience gets richer as you get older. So like when grandma talks to you, maybe about a problem you're having, she remembers what it's like to be someone your age, maybe feeling the things you feel, maybe having the same problems you have. She remembers what it's like to be the mother of a person your age and that experience. And she gets to enjoy the experience of being your grandmother in the present moment. And I say, density of experience. And I sort of picture the slow spiral of a snail's shell. Um, And I'm mollified a little bit for for a few weeks. But the more I think about it, the more I'm not worried about either sort of the acceleration or death. I'm more worried that nothing is ever going to happen in my life. So rather than sort of a slow spiral of a snail's shell, I'm worried that I'm an uberist, you know, the snake swallowing its own tail. So... um, At the dinner table, but not during dinner, I think we're drinking sleepy time tea together, I try to explain this to my mom. And I say, mom, it's just like every morning I wake up, I'm in the same bed, I go downstairs, I go to the same school, take the same classes with the same people, come home, eat dinner with the same family, go to orchestra, do my homework, and then go to sleep in the same bed and just begin the same doomed cycle anew. (laughs) And mom says... Why don't you sleep on the couch? (laughs) And I don't think she understands the gravity of my situation. So I just repeat, sleep on the couch. And she says, sure, it's one thing you can change tonight. And so I say, 
the family room couch? And she says, I mean, you could sleep on the living room couch if you want, but I think the family room's more comfortable. So, so I tried out. Um, and that night, I sleep on the family room couch. And you know what? It, it is different. It's darker back there because I'm by the backyard instead of my neighbor's front yard. It smells different. I've decided to sleep in a sleeping bag to really get the full effect. And there's sort of a residual campfire scent. And, um, and it sounds different through sort of the vent. I can hear my parents just talking to each other in their room at night. And it's one of the first times I can remember really realizing that they, that they have conversations that aren't about me and don't even involve me. <laughs> So, and this mollifies me for at least a few weeks, so when my friends ask what's new, instead of saying nothing ever, I say, I'm not wearing a bra today. <laughs> so, um, now I'm the mother of a toddler, sort of one of the moodiest of creatures, and recently he came up to me crying because it was daytime and he wanted it to be nighttime. And a large part of me wanted to say, like, buck up, buttercup, wait four hours, um, but then I remembered how long four hours is when you're three years old, and I remembered what it feels like to be, you know, confined by your circumstances, and so I channeled my mom, and I said, you know what, oh boy, you know what, um, let's build a blanket fort, and in there it'll be dark like nighttime, we can use our flashlights like nighttime, and we can read books like we do at bedtime, and he's not just mollified by this, he's genuinely delighted. And when I called my mom that evening, I was sure to tell her about it to add another layer of density to the experience. That was Lauren Osberg with her story, In the Mood for Something New. I'm Vanessa Cirillo, host of the Valley Voices podcast from New England Public Media. There are more great summer shorts and a whole history of stories from your friends and neighbors on the Valley Voices podcast page at nepm.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Valley Voices Story Slam is a co-production of NEPM and the Academy of Music Theater. Our podcast producer is Katie Wright. Thanks for listening.